Boom, and we're back. It's February 21st, 2020. What's up, ladies and gentlemen? My name is Gabriel Hernandez, and welcome back to Kicking It with the Motherfucking King, episode 244. We are back. We are live. We are here on a Friday. Friday, February 21st, like I said, 2020. Sorry if I repeated it twice. We're back, ladies and gentlemen. Yes, we are here. And I apologize for a little hiatus I had. I don't know if it was really noticeable, but on the last episode of the show, you heard me kind of sounding a little sick, a little bit raspy. My voice did not sound the same in my opinion. Well, guess what, ladies and gentlemen? A couple days after that, I get a cold. I get, I don't go, I don't tend to get the full cold. I tell everybody this all the time. Like, I'm not crippled or in bed, like, like coughing all the whole time or unable to move. Like, I was still able to move, man. I just had a crazy cough. Um, it was so fucking terrible, man. I just felt absolutely sick. Like that, that sharp ass feeling in your chest. Not the, not a sharp feeling, but that, um, pressure in your chest. It feels like your lungs are going to blow out from coughing too much. So, um, I still have a little bit of a cough, but that's not going to stop me from doing the show. You're just going to have to bear with me. I'll do this for anybody and do it for myself. Most importantly, ladies and gentlemen, because now, like I said, we have, we have a few days off. And we're back. It's good to be back, though. Like I said, you're getting over that. I mean, being sick. I mean, I know it's flu season. I know a lot of people that were sick, um, who were sick. I mean, I got sick from all these disgusting ass people around here. Anyway, so uh, like I said, better late than never. And I'm on my way to feeling better. I'm on my way to um. Feeling 100% again. I think maybe on maybe by next Monday for sure I will feel better. I feel better today. I'm not coughing as much because if I was coughing like I was the other day, um, we, there wouldn't be a show. I mean, every other second you're gonna hear someone go <coughs> <coughs> as I do as I'm making fun of the cough. I actually do have to cough. Give me a second. <coughs> Anyways, like I said, it's good to be back. Um, lots happened so far in the news and the media, and let me just top, uh, let me just, um, quickly plug everything and our shows and links and everything, and then we're going to top the show off with some interesting articles that I, that I, uh, came across this morning, and whether or not it's true or not, I just kind of wanted to touch base on it, I blew my whole Twitter up about it, um, if you get what I'm talking about, if you understand where I'm coming from in these next points, please bear with me, folks, because, uh, there's a lot to talk about on today's show. But first and foremost, ladies and gentlemen, we are available everywhere. You get your podcast, iTunes, more famously, Spotify, um, iHeartRadio, um, Google Play Podcasts, as well as Google Podcasts, um, Stitcher, as well as directly at the main website at www.anchor.fm slash kwtkpod. All our episodes are available for stream, download. Um, Be sure to follow us on social media as well on Instagram first. I don't know which one I was going to start with first. Um, Instagram at KWTKPod as well as Twitter. Um, at, same thing, at KWTKPod. Um, follow me on Instagram and Twitter as well, at G the King MMA, um, as well as Facebook.com slash Gabriel the King Hernandez, ladies and gentlemen. So let's not waste any more time. Not, in, not saying that we were, um, but like I said, okay, so I was on the internet, right? 
using Twitter as I do. I scroll through. I look at news. I share interesting articles, interesting shit with whoever I follow, whoever follows me. So everybody sees a lot of shit that I post, right? So I'm in the news. I'm, I'm looking at the news and famously... There's been things that trend tend to trend fast in this day and age. In this day and age of social media, everybody having phones, everybody having access to the internet 25-7. So something's going to spread, especially if you're a celebrity, especially if you have a big following, um, especially if it's controversial, people's opinions, things that go on in, in politics, things, decisions, things to do with rappers. Basically, our world, there's another world on the internet in a way, but it's not the real world. But my point being said is I came across this uh, video of this of this of this guy i don't know if it's a guy or a boy or a man or, or a child man it's kind of that's kind of what i was coming coming across and what i'm going to get to um so he's reportedly you know obviously well not reportedly he did say this in the video that you know he would stab one stab himself and reported was being bullied um and um you know talking saying that you know saying the impact of bullying has caused him to want to kill himself now let me just top this all off I'm not going on a rant or, or, or saying that I'm, I'm against bullying or, or kids with special needs. I'm not. I, I'm all for it. I support everybody and love that everybody equally. But I came across this video of this kid being bullied. Bullied, excuse me. Not bullied. He wasn't getting punched in the face like that one kid. Uh, I don't remember what his name was. But, uh, you know, there's been lots, so many videos of people getting fucked up in school and, you know, uh, obviously, like, you know, being bullied and, you know, very few have been reached out to, but you know the the Raiden one. I think if you remember, uh, everyone was standing behind him. Um, you know, I think yeah, yeah, lots of famous fighters. Uh, you know, Justin Wren um, invited him, or you know, got to meet with the family, have dinner with them, and you know, uh, amongst other people. And you know, like I said, bullying's a serious thing. I mean, Dylan Dennis has been known for uh, reaching out, and you know. Uh, offering free jujitsu lessons for bully kids you know bullying is a serious thing don't get me wrong ladies and gentlemen but um clout chasing isn't so if if, if this was reportedly true the the man behind the uh i'm just going to pull it up because i didn't, i can't remember his name right off the um right off the top it's like what is what's his name let me pull it up but it it, it all points to an indication to where uh like it it, it seems like a finesse it seems like something that was fake. Okay, so the kid's name is uh, Quaden. What, what's his real? What's his full name? I, I read Quaden Bales. Okay, Quaden Bales um, uh, was the name of the kid in the video. He was crying in the video um, and talking about how he wanted to kill himself and uh, um. And crying inside the car, and his mother's videotaping it. First and foremost, why the fuck are you videotaping him crying like that? Put your fucking phone down. Quit trying to get clout chase, be clout chasers. Because at the end of it, I'm not going to record my kid crying to me like a baby. Or it doesn't matter if you're a kid, whoever's kid. I'm not going to sit down and, and look at a, a broken-hearted little ass kid crying, regardless if he's a little ass kid or not. I'm not going to be sitting there looking at them crying through my fucking lens. I would give my comfort. I would put my arms around. I'll be like, you know, you know what? 
I'm not going to try to get people's attention by posting a picture of my kid crying. What the, what the fuck is wrong with you? Um, um, okay, so um, going back to what I was saying, you know, it, it's just weird how people will videotape things going on but won't help in a situation or videotape things that just shouldn't be videotaping and posting, you know, things on the internet that shouldn't be posted. Now, I said the internet's a free place. I mean, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and, I mean, you're obviously limited with, with, with specific things. I mean, you can't post every single thing on the internet, but you can post 99.9% of the things every average human that uses social media posts, Instagram, Snapchat, Twitter. So at the top of all this, ladies and gentlemen, what I was trying to get at, is supposedly it says, so the internet investigators, haha, I like that, how it says internet investigators, meaning the people, says the internet investigators have found out Quaden Bells is actually an actor and influencer who has some pretty disturbing content that doesn't match up with the video. Oh, and that he might be 20 plus years old and scammed a lot of people on GoFundMe. And there's a GoFundMe with about more than $300,000 on there, right? But then you go to his Instagram and it's the same exact motherfucking guy. Same exact guy wearing a Gucci shirt, posing with um, all his money in the videos like most rappers do. I mean, obviously, like, and uh, someone replied to me, I said, because this dumbass dude posted, oh, this devastated me, and in bullying now, I said, bro, it's fake, my tweet said that, bro, it's fake, he said, how is it fake, because you're just fucking stupid, and this kid finessed you everywhere, and, uh, you know, it seems like a lot of people have jumped up and down on this. I mean, like, like I, I, what I'm saying is everybody, it's a story. Just like when those fires happen, just like when a shooting happens, just like when Trump does something wrong, everyone has to have their little opinions, or everybody joins together and it kind of goes together like a sick trend. Something happens, and what do you see? Every single one of your guys' favorite actors, athletes, singers... Social media influencers—they all hop on the same thing. You pull up, you pull up Thanksgiving, for example, or you pull up something—a a new, brand new president. So we get a brand new president. What's everybody gonna say? Oh, they're gonna give their opinions. They're gonna give their two cents. They're gonna give their thoughts on everything. Everyone, you know, everybody has a tendency to join together and trend everything that's going on. You know, talk about it on their social media. Go on their Instagrams. You know, oh, for for example, how about the shootings that go down? How about yeah, the shootings. Pray for California. Pray for Texas. Pray for Wyoming. As I'm looking at a fucking United States map right now, just giving out some examples. You're praying. Your social media shit doesn't fucking help. It spreads awareness. You can sit and mourn and, and feel sad and, and be at home and, and and be upset and you know hope for the best. But in reality, what are these little puny people going to do? I mean, all these actors and and people, you know, Michael Bisping made a good fucking uh a uh, good fucking point about this. All these famous celebrities, um Obviously, you know, talking about tragic things are going on or how can we help make this world better and everything that's going on. You guys have the money. Take off your $70,000 watch, your $7,000 watch, and do something about it. Quit showing off your shit on social media. I mean, honestly, I understand that it's it's good and it's well-earned, 
But people are, are being blinded by so much bullshit, in my opinions. Because What I'm trying to say is that this guy has a Twitter. And, I mean, everyone can make Twitter. Anybody can pretend to be fake and stuff like that. Uh, you know, anybody could be anybody. Um on 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 the internet because you know you can't see who who the fucks behind the phone unless they're making a video or something like that um and um what is it I'm surprised my tweet didn't uh surprised he doesn't have more follows hmm yeah but uh the Twitter if you want to find the Twitter is at quad dose. I mean, at Q U A D O S S S quadros. I mean, he only has three hundred and fifty-eight followers, but um, and uh, like I said, there's been con a constant amount of support. You know, I'm not against people supporting. Now, if it was a legitimate story, and this kid got bullied. Okay, I'll be perfectly fine with that. I'm not saying that this isn't a real story. I'm just saying with this Instagram fucking shit, the Instagram out there is the reason why I don't agree. I don't believe it. And all you fools that think I'm just picking on it or you know trying to attack somebody, I mean, I couldn't shut up about it on my Twitter, on my Twitter and Instagram and all my social media and on my Facebook because it, it, you guys got to see the real truth. People are so gullible. And they they will do anything, man. They will believe anything. They seriously will, ladies and gentlemen. Fuck that guy. No, that's fake, bro. I don't believe it. I mean, posing. You mean you see the you see the um. Do you see the uh like the Instagram videos of him posing with his money? Like. I'm not trying to, like, at the end of the day, if it was, like, a, a story that was fake, then, you know, and, you know, I, I would feel like absolute shit. I wouldn't retract my comments because it's how I'm feeling in the present moment. Like I said, it takes time for things to process. It takes time for things to, you know, fall into place. You know, some, we have a voice. We have a right to have an opinion on the, online, on the internet, anywhere in life. Yeah, we deserve opinions on anything. Don't silence people. Don't tell them they can't say this or say that. I believe everybody's entitled to their free speech. Therefore, I don't feel sorry for um, what I said. It's fake. It feels fake. Until I get proved otherwise, it's fake. You guys got finessed. Um, uh, one account that did bring me to... bring this to me 
was, I mean, I seen this kid, I seen this video yesterday or something, I didn't know what the fuck it was though, I just kind of, you know, scrolling through Twitter and seen this little kid playing with my, I don't know what the fuck it was, I didn't know he was from Australia, I thought it was from the United States, I was like, that didn't look like any money I ever seen, so, um, let me just give this guy a quick shout out, and then the count that, um, did bring light to the situation that I was aware of, that I became aware of, let me just do, let me just take a small hit of weed, hopefully you don't hear me cough, Obviously, I'm not coughing during the show, so I guess we're doing we're doing something damn good. Okay, so it's Twitter. If you want to follow him, at Jin Kid, J I N N K I D, Jin Kid, content creator, voice impressionist, as seen on Nine Gag, L A D Bible, and World Star Hip Hop. Um, has twenty one thousand seven hundred followers. Okay. Okay, so he uh he said this is quoted from Jin Kid. I knew something was up after watching this video. I checked out on his IG quad at quad dose and found images of the dude quote not kid wearing all name brand flexing cash, throwing up gang symbols. He may still suffer from bullying, but shit's not adding up. And there's pictures of him. In a very nice AMG little kid car. Very, probably very, very expensive too, by the way. Wearing a Gucci, Gucci hat. Some Jordans, if I'm not mistaken. Some nice jeans. Some Gucci. Obviously, he doesn't need help if he has this shit, motherfuckers. You guys are stupid. Also, the GoFundMe that was made on his behalf, quote from him, has surpassed $100,000. He certainly doesn't need the people's money. Retweet. Re- Tweet this to uh, spread awareness of this possible scam. I retweeted it a bunch of times. And he's gained another follower. And he's going to keep gaining followers because people are fucking idiots on the internet. I mean, the CEO of one championship has paid for our all expense trip to see this to him to go train at Evolve Martial Arts in Singapore. Dylan Dennis probably is going to contribute something. All these actors, all, every time I see this fucking video, and if this turns out to be a whole entire scam, man, ladies and gentlemen, I've lost hope in all of humanity, folks, when it comes to all this shit. All these celebrities trying to spread quote-unquote awareness, but wearing $70,000 dresses, jackets, whatever it is, complaining about politics, complaining about all this. Ricky Gervais said it best, ladies and gentlemen. That's why uh, he got the most flack, because... People just can't handle the truth. People are so much more, more, um, what is it? More sensitive and, and they get butt hurt due to people's opinions. How the fuck is that? You know what I mean? Uh, you call me fat. Oh, you gave a racialist comment. Oh, you don't like because I like women. You don't like because I'm black. He called me stupid. Oh, Trump did this. Trump did that. Uh. Motherfuckers, shut the fuck up. People are way too negative nowadays. And, you know, honestly, when it comes to politics and all that, people like to spread negativity. And I know, obviously, politics aren't the cleanest of things. But as much... As much shit... That people are negative about... If you could switch that around and put it into positivity, then 
we would have a better conversation. We'd have a better topic. We'd have better things to worry about and better things to focus on rather than putting so much hate into hating one person or hating something or just being angry all the time. No, I'm going to check out this guy's Instagram real quick, though, because I want to I I give you guys a link to this if it's true, and I'll post it on social media for everybody to see it. At Kwa, Kwa, what is it? It's, uh, what is it, quad dose? So, quad with O-S-S-S. O-S-S-S. Okay, I found it. Um, okay, so here's the Instagram. 144,000 uh, followers. And if you scroll down, I mean, you see the fucking... Um, here's a video. He says, from working, from finessing people. I mean, look, he's with all these famous people, wearing a Jordan shirt, uh, all Jordaned out. These people aren't poor. If you can wear name brand shit, why the fuck do you need... It, bullying's not okay, but you don't need money from these people. Just spread the word that bullying's not good. So, for example, okay, when I have a kid, I'm going to pretend and tell them to pretend... To pretend like they're being bullied. What's it going to do for us, huh? 18. And yeah, like I said, this throws me off. Throws me off. I mean, you look at the night, the new car, the little AMG car he's driving in. Well, it's a little baby car. Like I can't drive, I'm pretty damn sure. Um, I mean, it looks doesn't look to to be a guy that's not wealthy. I mean, look at all these, all these little cars, all these cars. Wait, how much is that shit? 350 oh those cars aren't even that much money i mean it says a price on there 350 dollars but still i mean posing with all this sh nice shit bro you don't under you don't understand you can't you people are finessing you don't seem to he doesn't seem to be doing bad for himself i mean it just i mean obviously he's a kid with obviously has disabilities and you know i think it's called dwarfism or something like that but uh But um, still, I mean, obviously he does need help and needs, you know, more support and and shit like that because he's obviously, um, what is it, handicapped, essentially, so. So, um, what is it? Wait, born in two, 
2010. 2010, how old are you? If you're born in 2010, that's... Let me see. My math's fucking off. Hold on, let me see. Let me do some math real quick. And we're back. Okay. It's 10 years old. All right. Established in, in 2010. So like I said, I found his Instagram. And, I mean, I don't know. It just it seems so fake. It's fake. I believe it's fake. Ladies and gentlemen, I think everything everything about it is fake. So, uh, that's that. And, um, yeah, that's that. And, um, it's a shame to whomever, um, donated money that probably was a most stupidest thing you could probably do it's probably the most idiotic thing anybody can do but like i said i'm not surprised that people did it and they don't lay the facts together they don't put things that make sense together and you know that proves a huge point that proves that anybody can do something like this anybody with with knowledge anybody with Excuse me. Anybody with uh, a brain. You know, there's some smart people nowadays. Look at all the things. Look at all the things that um, people have done in the past. I mean, a good example was the bad Barbie girl. She got famous off that shit. She's a rapper now. She's acting too and has hundreds of thousands of dollars, millions of dollars now probably. She got famous off the Dr. Phil show. Our meme culture made that a thing. We blew her up. She became famous. Notice I said we, as I'm, I'm not, I mean, I'm excluding myself from this conversation actually because I didn't do anything to influence none of these people and I don't do anything and I try to be a little bit away from it. People, people have a, a short memory, but things also don't make any sense, though, too. You know, like I said, it's, it's all good here, but um, let's move along. We got fights this weekend, ladies and gentlemen. Sorry about my rant. I know that was a little long. Um, I just wanted to expose and, you know, find out the truth, and I found out the truth while on the show. Well, I found out on there a little bit before, but, um, you know sharing the truth, sharing my thoughts and all that, all that was more important to me, so like I said, let's move on, um, we got a main event tomorrow between uh, Paul Felder and uh, Dan Hooker, should be a great fight, I mean, we talked about it in the last show, I mean, Paul Felder, anytime Paul Felder fights, you guaranteed gunsling and action, that guy can crack, he, he's a great, phenomenal kickboxer, you know, you know, it was very, very strong, very tough, very just nasty, man. Paul Felder's thick, like he's just thick and strong. And I, like I said, I feel like if someone if he kicks you, you're gonna be hurting, man. You know, I, I'm pretty sure he's had some real nasty uh, gym uh, battles, um, and you know, has a lot, a lot of you know, he's you know, if you just look at him hitting pads and kicking pads, I'm like, geez, that shit looks like it fucking hurts. So it's gonna be an interesting fight. Um, Dan Hooker's on a rise right now. He's he's riding high with those those coming off those knockout wins, and 
you know, putting everybody away. I mean, the what he did to James Vick. I mean, you see that win over Ross Pearson. Um, and, you know, uh, I mean, obviously fought Edson Barbosa. They have a um, common opponent. You know, that's their opponent. I mean, famously, Hooker versus Barbosa. You know, Hooker showed lots of loads of uh, amounts of toughness in that fight. Unfortunately, it wasn't enough to, you know, stop Edson Barbosa. I mean, he delivered those kicks to the body. I was, it was hard to watch after a while. I mean, Hooker was so tough. He he endured all those all those kicks. It definitely showed that he was tough, but, you know, he fell prone to Edson Barbosa. I mean, Paul Felder's had 10 rounds. Or, no, what is it? No, not 10 rounds. Excuse me. That's completely wrong. Paul Felder's had... Six rounds with him. And now, Paul Felder and Dan Hooker, this weekend, tomorrow, we have another five, if it goes that long. I mean, Hooker has been stopped before. I don't know if Paul really has been stopped by strikes. We haven't seen him, you know, really really get that beaten up. I mean, he's, he's been in a lot of his fights, really... You can, he's in those fights, man. It's not like he's being outmatched, out grappled, absolutely destroyed. He's in close fights or he's in fights where he's winning. I mean, you look at the last fight he had with Edson. It's a split decision win. It was a very close fight. I mean, Paul Felder's up there. He's at, he's at the he's at the top of the heat, man. Number six, number seven, number six versus number seven, man. But you know, Paul Felder's legit as it comes, and so is Dan Hooker. I mean, the resurgence he's made. Um, I feel like. Paul is just getting better. I mean, Paul Paul hasn't really had, like, a... He's always been good. I mean, he's always been vicious. I mean, he's had a lot of uh, fun fights and had a lot of fantastic wins already. But, yeah, he, like I said, he's getting better. He's finally fighting top opponents. He's getting the main event slots. Not saying that the people he fought and beat weren't top tier, but he's finally getting noticed and getting put in those you know top rankings. He's finally at the top of the ranks, and he's fighting these top-ranked guys. Also has a commentating gig for the UFC, so he's doing pretty damn well for himself. I mean, I like, I like Paul Felder in this fight, honestly. Um, I think that his stand-up, his kicks, his knees, his elbows, every fucking thing is dangerous. And I think that... Uh, Paul's intelligent, obviously, if you listen to him on the broadcast, um, he's not stupid, he's very, very, one of my favorite commentators up there, you know, obviously John Anik being at the number one, <coughs> but uh, and John Anik, Joe Rogan, Paul Felder, Dominic Cruz, DC, all those guys, fantastic, they do fantastic, Michael Bisping, all these guys do fantastic jobs, I mean, all former fighters too, except John Anik. Joe Rogan, I think. Yeah, Joe Rogan used to fight, but John Anik being the one, but still being the GOAT, the greatest of all time. You know, you have you have nothing but absolute GOATs on that broadcast booth and a lot of really talented people. The UFC has the best best staffing in the world, probably, in my opinion. Um, Other than Bellator, too. But, um, so back to what I was saying. So, like I said, Paul Felder, like I said, I feel like he's, he's more than seasoned, man. He's, his stand-up has been vicious. He's been nasty. Um, uh, you know, Dan Hooker has fought some good people. What, what, let me pull up the Wikipedia. I know I do this all the time. Opponent comparing and and um, opponent comparing and oh, MMA math doesn't work. I just kind of get a better consensus of the top-tier opponents that both guys have fought. Okay, uh, let me pull it up. 
Okay, Wikipedia, the power of Wikipedia, folks. Paul Felder first. I'm sorry to have this already prepared, but ladies and gentlemen, we had to take a quick commercial break during the meantime. I don't know if you guys noticed, but when we were talking about the, that rate, whatever that kid's name is, man, that we were talking about in the beginning, the, the, the other kid, uh, and then we talked about how old he was when he was born. That's when we had a cutoff moment. Like, we cut the podcast off, I cut it off, and uh, there's a part two. This is part two, but we're still continuing everything we're doing. So, Paul Felder's a second-degree black belt in Taekwondo, black belt in Shotokan Karate, purple belt in Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Paul Felder has it all, man. I mean, wins, knockout wins, 10, submission one, wins by decision, six. 17 and 4. I mean, 17 wins, 4 losses, 1 by knockout, and 3 by decision. I don't think that not one was by knockout. I think it was due to a. Do a was it due to a cut? Um, oh, yeah, it was a cut. It was a doctor stoppage <coughs> against Francisco Trinaldo at UFC on, uh, in September of 24th of 2016. It was a, the Cyborg versus Lena Landsberg card. <coughs> then he came back after that cut. Beat three people. Lost a very close split decision to Mike Perry. Ever since then, he came back and um, fought James Vick. And um, fought, fought um, Edson Barbosa. And then, um, then he, um, what is it? Damn. I didn't really get that. Like, if you look, I just quickly like scrolled over to James Vicks. I was thinking because it's kind of, a, it's kind of crazy how, oh yeah, James Vick too. That's a common opponent too. James Vick, Edson Barbosa. Paul Felder beat James Vick by unanimous decision. Well, 99.9% of the last people that ever fought James Vick all stopped him. James was stopped in all three of his last four fights. I mean, it's crazy how vicious and nasty Paul Felder is. And he couldn't even finish him. That shows you, that shows you man. This this sport's crazy. James Vick lost to Justin Gaethje. Um, and then lost to Paul Felder. Lost to Dan Hooker. Lost to Nico Price. Jesus. I mean, these are these are some good fighters that he's losing to, but goddamn. Um so so okay, so that's Paul Felder's Wikipedia now. Let's go to uh Dan Hooker. Alright. I don't know if you guys can tell that I was sick or if I still am. But yeah, probably probably tell because I keep coughing in people's motherfucking ears. Um, okay, let me see. So Dan Hooker, thirty years old, number seven in lightweight ranks. Um, last fight was against Ally Quinto, unanimous decision, three rounds. Um, just destroyed Ally Quinto in that fight. Stopped James Vick in July of last year, um, and then. Lost to Edson Barbosa before that in a, on the Lee versus Iaquinta two card back in December of two thousand eighteen, and then before and then before that I mean KO Gilbert Burns KO Jim Miller submitted Mark DeCasey 
knocked Ross Pearson out, lost to Jason Knight back in 2016, and Yair Rodriguez um, to 2015, um, lost to Maximo Blanco in 2014, and, you know, the rest of people are unknown people, so. Yeah, so like like I said, Dan's Dan's had some losses, man. But you know he's making some uh, making some waves. I mean, he beat Ali Quinta and James Vick. Those are notable opponents. Lost to Edson Barbosa. I'd say the most credentialed fighter that he has fought that's been as close to a, a UFC championship. I, obviously, all respects to Ali Quinta who competed in. The UFC Championship, Al Quinta and Edson Barbosa being the top. No, I mean top people. Jim Miller's a good name too. I mean th- th- that that those are some legitimate names. So I'm not gonna say that he hasn't fought anybody. I mean it's equal. I mean they've both fought equally talented people. I mean he's fought Yair Rodriguez, um, Maximo Blanco, Jason Knight, Ross Pearson, Mark Takeshi, Jim Miller, Gilbert Burns, Edson Barbosa, James Vick, Al Quinta. That's a handful of UFC experience if you ask me, folks. So um, I think it's pr- it's pretty even, man. It's it's an even fight. It's a it's a fifty fifty fight. Let me make sure that my picks are updated. You guys want to be a part of history? Do you guys want to see me pick and wager my bets on on verdict MMA as we speak? Well, guess what, bitches? We are. Let's do that shit. Let me pull up, pull it up. Follow me on verdict too. By the way, at G the King MMA too. Should I start adding that in? To the entrance to every single show, should I? No, um, I mean I usually do, but that's another thing. I mean, might as well. Is it verdict dot com slash g the king mma? How how the fuck does this work? Um, how do we? Let me see. No. Um, so according to verdict, I have predicted forty six fights, zero following people, and. I'm not following anybody. He says I'm. I don't have any followers either. Um, I'm a blue belt and second stripe. Okay, okay. Um, let's see. Felder versus Hooker. Okay, UFC Fight Night. I put. I bet on Paul Felder. I put, oh, I officially already. I said that. How funny is that? There's a six. Six bets to to make, and I already made the main event one. I picked Paul Felder by unanimous decision. I don't think he's gonna put J. I don't think he's gonna put Hooker away. I think it's gonna be a unanimous decision by Paul Felder, ladies and gentlemen, for that one. All right, um, Jimmy Croot versus Michael Olenostalak. Is that a Russian guy? I'm gonna bet. On Olenosuzok, I can't spell that, 250 experience points, live, in real, ladies and gentlemen, I'll pro- I have proof, um, Karolino Kovalkiewicz versus Jan Zayashnan, I don't know, it's, it's X-I-A-O-N-A-N, it's from China, or somewhere, I don't know where the fuck she's from, somewhere in Asia, let's just say that. Karolina Kovalkiewicz, hold on, pull up her Wikipedia really quickly, let me see, she lost her last fight if I'm not mistaken, I'm not saying that just because she lost her last fight that she's going to lose, I just need to see something real quick, who's this, she's 34 years old, Jesus, 
She's number 14 in the strawweight ranks. Damn. She went from... Oh, oh, oh. Hasn't been a hasn't been a real good go for her as of late. Cause if you go, I'm looking at her now. I mean, she she her, her last win when she was undefeated was against Rose Namajunas back in 2016. That she lost to Joanna, lost to Claudia Gadelia, and then she went and beat Jody Escabel, Felice Herrig. And right now, I did not know that she's riding a three fight losing streak. Um. She, her, she started with losing to Andrade, those, which was one of the nastiest woman, women's knockouts in the lighter weight classes I've ever probably ever seen. She lost to Michelle Watterson, and she just recently lost to Alexa Grasso back in June of 2019. So I did not know that. Um, but who's this Jan chick? What is this? She, she, Jan, I'm going to look her up. Let me see. Mm. Oh, she is. She's she's a she's a Chinese. She is a Chinese fighter. She's a Chinese. Um, she's the first female Chinese fighter signed by the the UFC. I did not know that. She's thirty. She competes in the strawweight division, obviously. Um, eleven wins, one loss. Who's the one loss to? Uh oh. Okay, it was a. Uh, a girl by the name of Karina Hollinan. And that was by submission in Rear Naked Choke um, back in 2010. So she hasn't lost in a long time, ladies and gentlemen. That's the first thing. Um, she fought in an organization, Road Fighting Championship. It's very famous in China. I guess it's a Chinese organization. I don't know if it's necessarily still active. But there's no contest due to a cut for her. And then now she just came off a win over Angela Hill. And then she's riding a four-fight win streak in the UFC since she's been in the UFC. So um, she beat Kaylin Curran, uh, Viviani Pereira, Suri Kondo, and Angela Hill. Angela Hill's competing on this card, too. So I mean, she's very active as well. Shout out to Angela Hill. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, I've made my bets. I'm betting on Yaikinakashan. Yaikinakashan. 250. Maxed out, baby. We're, we're making some solid picks. I'm fucking excited for those cards tomorrow. As sick as I am, I'm going to feel better pretty soon. Okay, Ben Sosoli versus Marco Rogeria de Lima. Mm, Marco Stewart. Um, hmm. It's going to be decision. I've seen Sosoli's last fight. Um... It was against Greg Hardy. Greg Hardy originally won. Uh, it was a close fight. I mean, I feel that Sasoli could. It kind of reminds me of an Australian Roy Nelson. He's fast. He's quick. If he lands, he could knock you out. He's very tough. He's Australian. Coming forward all the time. And he's a very tough guy. He has good cardio too, ladies and gentlemen. He didn't really, wasn't really out of that fight with Greg Hardy. I mean, it was a close fight. I mean, if he, um, Marcos Rogelio de Lima just fought Stefan Struve. I mean, he, he fought Stefan Struve and got submitted by Stefan Struve, too. So, I mean, Sassoli is uh, plus 255. And um, Marcos de Lima is 165. So, if you bet... I'm going to bet on Sassoli because I've been thinking about it all week. 
He's, he thinks he's a lot faster and more crisp on the feet. I think he catches Delima. I think it's goes to decision. I'm going for. I have no more side experience remaining for this event because I maxed out. I'm going by Ben Sassoli by Yanis decision. Fuck Marco Jerry Delima for this one. I'm just kidding. Probably seems like a nice guy. Okay, two more left. Okay, Bad Riddell versus Magomed Mustaf. Easy one for me, Magomed Mustaf. No girl. There's no going back. That was an easy one. Obviously, that's his first fight back, too. I'm excited for that one. Kevin Aguilar versus Zubara Tehugov. Training partner of Khabib. I go with Zubara by unanimous decision. So, like I said, my picks. All right. It started at the top. I have a lot of decisions, motherfucker. I I, I picked Magomed Mustaf. Only fight by knockout. Can you believe? Six fights. I picked all by decision. Can you believe that? You never know, man. Look at all these fights. I bet there's going to be finishes and submissions and, and all these other different kinds of things. But uh, <coughs> I like betting, folks. You want to keep betting? Let's keep betting right now. Um, okay, we got more fights coming up, too. More fight cards, excuse me. Um, Adesanya versus Romero, um, March 7th, coming up very soon. Joseph Benavidez versus uh, Divison Figueroa. You have uh, fight night. 169, it's for the title, uh, the vacant flyweight title, and then Felder versus Hooker tomorrow. So, let me see. Um, Adesanya versus Romero, no picks. I'm surprised, man. Uh, I think Romero is going to make this a very tough fight. I think Romero... Oh, fuck. I don't even want to make a bet yet. Uh, Sean O'Malley versus Jose Quinones. Sean O'Malley returns. Uh, Wei Li Zhang versus Juan Young Jacek. Ugh. I'm going to have a hard time picking. I'm sticking with these two. Derek Brunson versus Edmund Shabazian. Betting on this one. Edmund Shabazian. First round knockout. 600 experience points, motherfucker. I'm betting. I'm maxed out. That's why I max out because I bet hard on people. Don't get me don't get me on those betting sites and going to those casinos and, and really legitimately starting to bet on these fights because I'm getting deep, ladies and gentlemen. We're going deep. Like deep like you're in a pussy. Sorry if I offended anybody that's hearing this, any women or male males listening to this, anybody. I didn't mean to come out that trying to make an analogy. It was a very sexual, very aggressive analogy because this, this betting shit gets me hyped up. Okay, since you want to stay hot, let's keep this rolling. Let's let's hear some background music. You guys want some Compton background music? You guys want some want some celebration, some fireworks going on in the background? I'm fucking pumped up right now, ladies and gentlemen. Let's look at this shit. All right, all right. All right, let's, let's go to the main event. Let's go to the, let's do the main event. Israel Adesanya versus Yoel Romero. Yoel Romero is very explosive in 42 years of doesn't look uh, or fight a day. It doesn't even look like a guy for age 40. I was going to try to make, I was going to say he doesn't even look like, he doesn't fight like he's, he's that old. I mean, he's, he's still in the mix at 42 years old. His Cuban genes have kept him clean. I mean, it's a very tough fight. I mean, Romero has fought for the title before on multiple occasions, been in some very close fights. Obviously, what's interesting to me is that he is coming off of a loss and he received the title shot coming off of a loss. That just shows you how close 
obviously Paulo Costa was um, injured and you know couldn't make that make that uh, walk or you know make that fight, but Israel actually picked Romero because if you look at the fights that Romero has quote unquote lost, they were very very close and quite controversial in a lot of people's minds. The fans want to see this fight. Uh, fans of Israel want to see these fights. The odds makers want to see these fights. Everybody wants to see these fights because they want to see if Israel is the real deal, as do most of everyone else that's on the hype train of Israel. You know, he hasn't. He's fought some really good guys already in a short amount of time. I mean, Anderson Silva. I mean, the knockout of Derek Brunson. I mean, he knocked out the middleweight king, former middleweight king Rob Whitaker. I mean, he's knocking off legends left and right. What's to stop him from knocking off another legend? I mean, we haven't seen um, a guy like Romero fight Israel. We haven't. The two biggest boogeymans in the middleweight division right now for Israel, I feel, are Paulo Costa and Yoel Romero. Israel Adesanya is big, uh, has shown fantastic takedown defense throughout his career. I mean, the Kelvin Gastelum fight, I mean, he, he, that was a very tough fight. I mean, you know, Kelvin, you know, busted him up. I mean, Israel was. Israel was um, it wasn't like he, he uh, hasn't went through his UFC career unscathed. That Calvin Gastelum fight was probably the toughest one that he has. And if Calvin Gastelum can hurt someone like that, I can almost see Romero doing that. Because Romero lands, man. It's not like you're you're being hit regularly. It's going to be a dogfight. Calvin Gastelum's no Yoel Romero. And you look at the war that Israel had with Calvin. You know, Romero is elite. His wrestling is elite. Um, his, his knockout power, his flying knees, his athleticism. I mean, Romero, you see the backflip on the stage, man? Romero's an absolute animal. That's what's going to make this fight very... This, that's what makes this fight very special. Because you look at the devastating... You know, you combine both of these athletes together in one cage. I mean, you look at the, the, the quick rise of UFC stardom for Israel Adesanya. He's already famous in kickboxing outside of it. He's already, or people already knew who he was outside of the UFC. Um, comes in at the UFC, just whoops and beats everybody. He gets compared to John Jones. That beef comes out of nowhere. I mean, not out of nowhere, but you know, kind of stirred up from that from people comparing him. Um, and then you know, turned into a beef. And then you know, Israel and all these top fights, all these amazing performances. Every every performance, every single fight that he's been a part of, every single one of his fights has steadily gotten better. So. Like I said, I mean, it, it, it's um, it's it's a crazy collision. It's a very interesting fight. Um, I want to bet on underdogs. I, I I like to be proven wrong in a way, but I don't want to go against Romero because I feel like I think I just feel like it would be a good bet to bet on Yoel Romero. I love Israel Adesanya. I think what he's doing is amazing. And if he gets past Romero, so be it. So. When we're wrong here or we're right, I will be 100% accountable for what I said. And I have to deal with the fact that either Israel Adesanya is a man and he put put away one of the most dangerous guys in the division and he moves on to fighting Paulo Costa next. Or Yoel Romero realizes UFC gold. First things first, though. He's got to make weight. That's a big concern for a lot of people. And I think Romero's professional enough. Uh, I think you know, obviously he knows that this is his time. And, you know... If, even if he beats Israel Adesanya, do you really want controversial 
controversy still added to your name. You beat Israel Adesanya. I don't know if the fight's either. I don't even know if Israel would take the fight if it was a non-title fight. But if Romero doesn't make weight, there's no title on the line. So even if he beats Adesanya, Adesanya doesn't lose his belt. And then social media is going to sit here and declare Romero the middleweight king. No, just make weight and everything will be fine. That could literally happen if you think about it. He has to make weight. So uh, going back to that, I know we went off on a tangent, but uh, we can go back to, um, as Michael Bisping says, obviously. Um, let's go back to uh, what we were talking about. Oh, yeah, we were betting. Yeah, that's why I said I got a little deep into that betting, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, it's interesting. Uh, I'm going with Yoel Romero. I don't know why this Israel Israel's so good. I think Romero knocks Israel Adesanya out in the second or in the third round. Boom. Hey, if he doesn't, then fuck me. Yoani on Jacek versus Zhang Weili Zhang. I thought it was Zhang Weili. Weili Zhang. Former strawweight queen against current strawweight queen. This will be a technical battle for the ages. I mean, Zhang is very nasty. She has a lot of power. Yoan has been cracked before. And she's been hurt. And she's gotten beaten before. We've seen it happen in the UFC quite a few times now. At one point in time, she was undefeated. She was a strawweight queen. She was very vicious. I mean, you know, as, as time went by, um, fights started to get a lot tougher. They did. They got a lot tougher. I mean, she got knocked down a couple of times. She weathered through the storms and a couple of her title defenses. And then Rose Namunas came and boom. She, um, she stopped her in the first fight. Second fight was a unanimous decision. Uh, yeah, it was like a decision. I think, yeah, and then she goes and tries to challenge for the, the flyweight title against Valentina Shevchenko, and she comes in short there. Um, and she, isn't Ioana coming off a win, though? is coming off a win. I'm just concerned because of Zhang Weili's... Um, she's just so purpose. She's so powerful, dude. I'm, 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 I'm going to have to go with Zhang here, ladies and gentlemen. Decision decision or a knockout how, how crazy would it be to say I think Jung knocks her out mm, no I'm gonna go with the decision Jung by decision because I, I think it's gonna be a technical fight throughout the time but you know either Yuan gets cracked or Jung slows down but Jung does not seem like the type of girl that's gonna slow down and um you know, those Chinese fighters, man, those those women are on the rise, man. They're, they're, you gotta pay attention to those people. They're some of the best. Um, Neil Magny versus Li 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 Jiang, very famous. Ooh, that's that's even. That's even. I'm going with Jung Li Jung Li Jing by decision. Neil Magny. I'm not. Neil Magny's all right. Nothing excites me about his fights or anything. He's on the Ultimate Fighter. I mean, but Ultimate Fighter winner, if I was not mistaken. Sean O'Malley versus Jose Quinones. I'm sure you guys already know who I'm going with. 
I bet on Sean O'Malley by decision. I'm going with decision because it's the safest. If it's a knockout, cool. Then if not, okay. Okay, so. Still got two more picks on the Benavidez versus Figueroa fight, which is, which is February 29th. That's coming up. When is February 29th? Um, that's next week. Yeah, we got we got we got fights back to back this week, so that's good. Okay, let me just fill in those in. Uh, we'll get to the rest of the stuff and quickly, ladies and gentlemen. Um, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at kwtkpod. You can stream all of our episodes free and uncensored. We're available on iTunes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, and all the other major podcasts. Everywhere you get your podcast. Or if you want to, be old-fashioned, directly visit the website at www.anchor.fm slash kwtkpod. If you want to contribute and support the show, you can visit www.anchor.fm slash kwtkpod forward slash support. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at gthekingmma. Follow me on Verdict MMA too at G the King MMA for reals. Um, okay, now we're back, ladies and gentlemen. Megan Anderson versus Norma Dumont Viana. Megan Anderson is a oh, she's fighting. That's she's a good fighter. Ooh, people are betting hard on Norma. I'd say oh, Norma. I'm gonna, I'm gonna go with the underdog, Norma. I mean, everybody knows Megan Anderson, but I say Norma gets the upset in Australia. Oh, not Australia. That's not in Australia. Sorry, I'm so high. Um, this is on the fight card. Why isn't Why isn't Megan Anderson fighting in Australia? She could have fought a week earlier. Ion Kuntelava versus Magomed Ananlakov. I like the Russian guys, and I'm going with the Russian dude. D- knockout second round. Okay. Uh, and I'm 100% confident with my pick. So. I was in a top 40% for Jones versus Reyes. Because I picked, for Jones versus Reyes, I picked Jones by decision. I earned um, 2,808 experience points for that. And I bet on Valentina to win by decision, but I was wrong. Valentina got a a, a stoppage in the second round. And for Shevchenko versus Karmush 2... I should have picked Valentina by decision. I picked Valentina. I picked, um, oh, I got, so out of one, two, four, five, six, I got four out of six, right? So I only, I only really missed two. I only missed two on those last two, so that's good. Uh, I just didn't pick the methods right. Okay, what else we got? If you want to get into contact with me, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, I recommend giving me a follow on Twitter and Instagram. Like I said, we just got done saying that. So, um, any updates on on this 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 case that was earlier? Uh, I know I went hard in the paint early on, but I just don't like um, people that I I don't like that people believe so much things they see on the internet, and that can go um, both ways. And as I say that, something pops up. Um, 
Let me look at the video again. Right. <laughs> so, let me see. Excuse me. Okay, I was just replying to somebody's tweet because some chick didn't know that it was a. Sorry, I'm losing track. <clears throat> okay, um... Damn, people are quick to expose him. Uh, Louis J. Gomez just uh, posted, said, this is really sad. Teach your kids to love. Teach your kids to stand up for others. But, um, oh, jeez, Louis. All the people are exposing the Instagram. Um, yeah, like I said, I just don't think it's, uh, I don't think, uh, hmm. Oh, so more stuff's coming off, uh, some posts on some, on some Facebook posts and on Twitter. So, let's look at him. This is involving Quaden Bales, that kid, that so-called kid slash man that finessed the entire world. In my opinion, that's what I went hard in the paint on. I was just looking at some articles. That's why we were quiet for a second. Okay, so, it says, this kid goes to my kid's school. He and his mother are well-known for not for good reasons. This kid has a bad attitude and constantly teases other children, then cries when kids give it back to him. I don't condone bullying, but this is incites him to have... The, I'm, I don't condone bullying that this incites it then has the audacity to bitch about. Don't believe the story. Oh, shit. So he bullied other people, then got bullied back, and then he cried about it. Even, you know, okay. And there's like a starnow.com slash au. Since Quaden Bales has him on there as actor, extra, model, influencer. Let me pull up StarNow.com. StarNow. And Google the name Quaden Bales. StarNow. 
Here it is. Just like Wikipedia. But the Australian version, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, here is... Um, here is uh, the... the, the um, the website, starnow.com slash, uh, or dot AU, Quaden Bells, uh, 24 followers, um, four following, and one cast. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm just going to quickly re uh, read through this. It says, hi, I'm Quaden, I'm eight years old, I'm one of the only few, uh, Original boys born with anchondroplasia dwarfism. I'm currently based in Brisbane. While often traveling, I love sports, animals, food, family, and fashion. I have a big social media following for my bright and bubbly personality because I love making people laugh. I embrace my uniqueness and inspire people to be happy and appreciate the simple things in life. I have a photographic memory for memorizing lines and I love being in front of the camera. You can watch my documentary and my... TV appearances and video links, and feel free to follow my journey on my social media pages in the links below. Quaden, a superstar in the making, a natural born entertainer with a bright blue future. Bright future. And this is his fucking mother. Little slut. Okay. You guys are fucking idiots now. <laughs> I feel bad for you. Anybody that, uh. Okay. All right, let me just post this up everywhere so everyone can see it. Yeah, it's stupid. Guess we got to add that to the, li the list of things in... And people are fucking idiots. So shout out to Jin Kid. Jin Kid was able to uh, expose him. In my opinion. Um, okay, so. Add that to the <laughs> coronavirus. Um, Juice World dying. All these rappers dying already. And uh, um, add it to the tragedies of 2020. The fires. Everything. Add it to 2020. Us being finessed. Ladies and gentlemen. Let's fucking go. <laughs> Okay. I feel like it's just, I feel like it's a game when it comes to this. Okay. Sorry, I'm...
His his mom's a fucking bitch too. Little little cunt. All right, I'm gonna go to Facebook real quick and share. I just I don't like bullshit. That's why. Okay, I promise I'll get off my phone now, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Um, doesn't matter what he has or what the diseases are or anything that he has. It's a matter that everyone's fucking. Make sure that everybody's aware of the bullshit that goes on in the world. You gotta expose people. I don't really like to. I've never really sit here and liked all the drama of exposing or any of that shit. It's just annoying because it's like it caught on so fucking. I caught on so fucking fast. Not just anybody can have a a website or, or one of those uh, star nows. But yeah, anyways, ladies and gentlemen, let's get back to what we were saying. Um, we were talking about that, but um, I don't think that I don't think there's a anything else though. We have been on for about an hour. Um, and yeah, I think that's all we got. Hmm. So Deontay Wilder and Tyson Fury have signed a contract to walk home with guaranteed $5 million purse. Top ranks Bob Arum and confirmed by them and uh, Bob Morelli that was a report each fighter can make upward of 40 million after pay-per-view buys are tabulated oh Joe Rogan's back tomorrow doing a fight companion um he'll be doing a fight companion 4 p.m pacific time for the main card Paul Felder versus uh Dan Hangman the full crew will be there um says Brian Callen Eddie Bravo Brendan Schaub all streaming live on YouTube. Is it going to be... It's going to be live? Oh, yeah. he does. Joe doesn't ever do shows live, but he's going to do doing the Fight Companion live, I think. So that's cool. Yeah, we've already been in here for like an hour or, or over an hour already. So it's good to be back, ladies and gentlemen. I appreciate you guys. I think that's it. That's all we're going to... Uh, we'll, be, we'll be here after the fights for sure. And we'll definitely talk about uh, the fights and all that and everything. So um, appreciate you guys for joining us here. Like I said, don't be too offended by anything that I say or any, anything that happens, man. I just like to talk. I just like give my thoughts on everything that's going on. And, um, you know, everybody, like I said, is open to their own opinions and stuff like that. So, like I said, I appreciate you guys for joining us here on this episode of Kicking It With The King, episode 244. 
This is Gabriel Hernandez, ladies and gentlemen. Like I said, uh, one more time, you can follow us on Instagram and Twitter at KWTKPod, as well as uh, Facebook.com slash um, Gabriel the King Hernandez. Um, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at KW, uh, KWTKPod. And follow me, I said it twice, my bad. Follow me on Instagram and Twitter at G the King MMA. Um, and like I said, we're available everywhere, ladies and gentlemen. Leave us a five star review, five star rating, and share the motherfucking show with everybody. Appreciate all you guys. We'll be here after the fights, most likely. So I'm gonna be here, um, getting better. And I wished for the best. You know, I, I we coughed a couple times during the show, but overall, like I said, I think we're feeling better, ladies and gentlemen. We'll be back sooner rather than later. G the King out, baby. Bye, folks.